They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room or you're hypersensitive to touch then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock bitches stimming together we're weirds of a feather weirds of a Are you ready? Are you set up? Is your trampoline in the right position? Uh, I think it's good. Right against the wall. Bounce that sound back at us. Bounce that sound. That's how sound works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what we should do for our next pod loft is just cover the walls and trampoline. Just trampoline walls. That way we can, while we're recording, we can bounce ourselves off. And uh, it's going to be great audio. We're going (laughs) to, we just walk out covered in bruises. What have you been doing all day? Just be us like flying past the morning. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast. I mean, you kind of already do that as I do. I do. I have a hard time sitting still. That's okay. It's an ADHD podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Hi, hi, hi. It's the wolf. Or as some of you may know it as Weirds of a Feather, the ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. And I'm your host, Grace. This episode is going to be released the day after Thanksgiving. Go figure, we're late to the party. Due to the holidays being here and me having to babysit slash homeschool my brother's three chaotic children for a week did not go well. We are going to change up this week's format. We're going to throw a couple holiday related segments at you to get through this as the kids would say, cuffing season. Let's transition here. All right. Welcome back from that great transition. Yeah, transition. So real quick reminder, we're just doing low-key segments. Uh, not all the segments, but some segments. Just a short little episode since we're highlighting some serious things today. But I think I think it's time for... I'm so quirky. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Some people call me spacey, some people call me fun, but I'm just quirky. We decided for I'm So Quirky, we're just going to say one little quirk that our family has, especially pertaining to the upcoming holidays. My little family quirk is that every family gathering that takes place, whether it's Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, funerals. It's got to be done at my parents' house because the rest of my family is too dysfunctional, myself included, to plan anything, prep a meal, do any of that. It's all at the parents' house. And I really appreciate them for that. Hmm. We're so quirky. You're so quirky. Grace. So for me, my parents say that they don't think they have ADHD, although my argument is this clearly had to come from somewhere. But also they have 37 chairs in their home. I counted once. 37 chairs. That's way too many chairs. For two people. Yep. And they have like a decently small house. It's not yeah. like a huge sprawling mansion. Three bedroom, one bathroom. Yeah. Um, and 37 chairs. That's uh, Let's do some basic math here. That's 18.5 chairs per person. 
well, maybe they want to play musical chairs alone. That would be mm. the longest musical chair. <laughs> <laughs> How would that even work? I don't know. It's not very fun. You have fun, to have but... less chairs than people to play that. I don't know what they're doing with all those chairs. I just know that they are randomly placed throughout the house up against walls, obviously with things collecting on them. Just random chairs all over the house. Little doom piles everywhere, as I call them. Yeah, so just little shelves. They're so quirky. They're so quirky. So quirky. The caterpillar becomes the butterfly. So too shall we transition. Next segment. You know what? We made a whole new segment. It's a a whole new segment about how to confront your... We don't really have a title for it other than how to confront your racist uncle. But uh, there's no song for it. This just is what it is. Uh, Grace, you had some great ideas. Your uncle is racist and we hate him. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. <laughs> Good job. No, that was truly amazing. Thank you. You just made that up. Yeah, I'm very clever. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this doesn't just apply to uncles. Anyone in your family can be racist. Aunts can be racist. Oh, children can be racist. Children can, can be cousins racist. Cousins can be racist. Grandmas and grandpas. Oh, man, are they racist. Oh, man. So, so how do you confront them? They say yeah. something weird. What are you going to say? I like to go with yikes. Ooh, that, that That's is my favorite. That's short my favorite. and simple and shames them for their blatant racism. But it's not like yikes. It's yikes. Yikes. Ooh. Ooh. Um, what do you got? Another one is, what did you just say? As in like, you have to have them repeat, repeat themselves. Yeah. yeah. That one can either be efficient and get them to look at their words and what they just said, or they can double down. So that can go either way. They could double down or you could get in a fight like, what'd you just say to me? And yes. they can be like, I'll see you out back. And then and then you can go out back and fight your uncle. Yeah. That's how we support one it. of your cousins ends up with his jaw broken and has oh, yeah. to eat through a straw for three months. Break your cousin's jaw yeah, if you must. That's not a personal story. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got lovely cousins. They mm. don't listen to this, which is great. What do, what do you got? What do you got? If someone makes a racist joke, you can say very seriously, can you explain the joke? I guess I don't understand why that's funny. Ooh. Once again, making them explain what exactly about the story do you find funny? It's that often very shamey. works for uh, misogynist jokes mm, as well. Yeah. You can use that anywhere in the office, too. If someone makes like a off-color joke or something. Yep. Um, I like that. Yeah. Another one along those same lines is you can say, what type of reaction were you hoping to get from that? Or another good one is... How do you think this conversation is going? Oh. <laughs> okay, that's my new favorite. That's I love my new that favorite. One. <laughs> oh, you know what? I learned on TikTok, you, you can say, oh, I don't know what I did for you to think that I was an okay person to make that mm, kind of joke towards. That's a good one. Or just call them out on him being like, that's racist. Yeah. When in doubt, just the old, that's racist. That's racist. These aren't meant to be, you're not meant to be in full discussions and arguments every single time, although I don't take that advice and I often get into arguments with people about racism but these are just little kind of like one-offs where you they're called uh, racism interrupters where you know if you aren't ready or in the position to have a discussion about you know the ins and outs of white supremacy and the history of racism Mm -hmm. it's important to at least use one of these racism interrupters to let them know that that's not okay to say and Hopefully it'll get them to do a little self-reflection or at least feel uncomfortable. You know, make racists feel uncomfortable at the very least. Stop being so comfortable, racist. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) We've got we've got kind of a similar but different segment next. It's, It's kind of like a 
how to confront your racist uncle part B. Yeah, why don't you lighten yeah. it up with how to engage with a QAnon believer yeah. if you must. Kristen. If you must. I, I've got a, a four-step system. Mm, that's All right. Step one, don't. Don't mm. do it. You don't want to do it. Just it is not worth these people are in a cult mm, and there's nothing you can say or do to convince them otherwise. So I would just don't waste your mental energy Two, assess the room. Look for like minded people nearby or exits. Either one will do. Stand by them. Safety in numbers. Step three. Do not engage or escalate. Uh, there's a term called the gray rock technique. I think it's used mostly for like narcissistic personality disorder, but I feel like you can use it here where you just kind of don't, you know, they're going to be like chatting about Pizzagate and how, you know, there's like, I don't, I don't even know what they believe in anymore. It's I just, literally have no idea. You know, Hillary Clinton made the vaccine to control your mind with a microchip. You're going to be like, cool. Okay. Just real chill. Just don't engage. Don't yeah, they want, egg them on. They want to be the martyr. And exactly. the more you engage with them, the more that's just kind of confirming to them that they are the victim and they are being attacked. Yes. So as hard as it is to control yourself, trust me, I know it's difficult, but it is the best approach to just not engage them. Right. Right. And then if they're persistent, you go to step four, which is uh, trying to change the subject to something everybody agrees on. So examples include, are you ready for my examples? Let's hear them. All right. Example number one, outer space is really cool. <laughs> everybody can agree on that. I agree. If you don't think space is cool, what is wrong with you? Another another example everybody can agree on, everyone has a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow. Very <laughs> interesting. Right? These are all subjects you can talk about. And then this one... You could, um, this is kind of like a similar but different. You could bring up a less political debate, such as uh, stovetop versus homemade stuffing. Or canned versus homemade cranberry sauce. Ooh, that is an ongoing debate in my household. Although that might become a pretty angry, violent debate in Ooh, itself. Yeah. Okay. You so you don't want to offend anybody's cooking because I would say if you're going to cook for me, I will eat it. Mm. You made it, I'll eat it. Mm. Anyway. I've also heard that with QAnon believers, if you must have a conversation with them on top of just not engaging with them about any QAnon stuff is to just talk about old memories of before they joined this cult, really. Just not trying to convince them that they're wrong or convince them of anything. Just truly telling stories, reminiscing, having these fun memories, just talking about as much as you can to remind them of what life was like before they joined this cult. Right. And nothing you say is going to convince them that they're wrong about QAnon, but at the very least, you can kind of jog their memory of the joy that happened before they thought that Hillary Clinton was a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so oh, it's yep. wild. What a wild world we live in. Yes. Anyway, I hope these tips are helpful. Please write in about how, if you used any of these techniques, let us know how it goes. Yeah. Did you shame your great aunt? We yeah. want to hear about it because that's great. I would love to know about that. And maybe we can share them here. Maybe we'll use your techniques. We got some more holidays coming up towards mm. the end of December. Um, yes. At least for my family. I know other people celebrate different holidays. 
So I'm looking for options. Mm, Yes. Tell us your racism interrupters and your best approaches to what to do when you have to spend time with family members. Yeah. You know what I get a lot of? This is a side story. Um, (laughs) Side stories. (laughs) I get a lot of relatives telling me their intimate medical problems that Mm. I don't want to hear about. And because I work in healthcare, and they think that I'm an appropriate person to talk to about their explosive diarrhea or their scrotal abscess. All real stories. I would like to not hear about those. And if you work in the medical field and also have this problem, please let me know what you do around the holidays to stop your relatives from asking you weird questions like this. Oh, I have a good potential one. I know most people don't actually know what HIPAA is as much as people want to talk about HIPAA. Most of them literally have no idea what it is. So yeah. you could just tell them, oh, this is actually a HIPAA violation. <laughs> That's you, a great idea. For you to tell Why me. did I never think of this? Oh, my God. For you to tell me your own medical information. That's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Cannot discuss it. You want me to go to jail? <laughs> I can't believe I never heard of that. Right. That's such a great idea. I just uh, came up with that. Okay. Um. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to let you all know how uh, I'm going to let you know how that goes. I know it's going to come up. Uh, oh, I'm uh, excited. Yeah. If any yeah. of you out there also want to use this, please do. Yeah. Because A, it plays into people not understanding HIPAA and using that word anyways. And also it's a good way for you to get out of hearing about your aunt's cyst. So, yeah, uh, I've heard it all. And uh, I know more than I would ever want to know about my relatives. All right. Great. Well, that was a pretty good segment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we move into our last segment of this little mini episode? Yes. That is a yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Turkey secrets. Tell me your secrets. Turkey secrets. Kill <laughs> <laughs> the turkey. <laughs> I realize I don't really know what turkeys sound like. I feel like I've heard like cartoon versions of them, but I don't think I've ever heard like a real turkey. Yes, you have. I, they sound pretty much like a cartoon. Okay. Like the cartoons got it right. Okay. I think. I have a turkey secret. All right. Let's hear your turkey secret. Uh, it has to do with not Thanksgiving, but a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off to a good start. On brand. Yeah. So someone died in my family. I forget who. There's been a lot of... <laughs> that must have been really tragic for you. I, I forget who now. <laughs> it was a really devastating I, time I, in my life. There's... <laughs> There's been multiple deaths, and I forget which one this was, but... Someone's dead. Someone died, and, you know, like we said in episode one, lived near a cemetery, happened to be in the cemetery where the funeral was, and so my family was like, let's have the, I guess, after-funeral party. Do you guys do this? After-funeral party? Not parties, but, like, get-togethers? Yeah, like a... That's not the wake, is it? Not the wake. The wake is the pre-funeral. It's pre-gaming for oh, the funeral. Yeah, what's the after party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably let's just call it, how funeral, hate mail. <laughs> let's call it a funeral after party. Yeah, so a funeral after party at my house. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funeral after party, we're setting up. We had a heated debate the day before about getting like a deli platter of like cheeses and like rolls of meat. Like, you know, you roll them up into little logs. And my grandma... <laughs> Who was like, we are not spending whatever amount of money it costs to make to have a deli platter when we can easily make one ourselves. We can roll our own meat. (laughs) Do you even roll your own meat? And, you know, my grandma is very stubborn. I love her. She turned 80 this year. 
but she's very frugal. She's from that generation. She likes to save money. She tells me not to send her letters because it's wasting a stamp and I should save my money. <laughs> you should pocket that five cents. I don't know how much stamps cost. I think they're right. more than I that. I think they're like 50 cents now or something. But yeah, she keeps selling it. Don't send me any cards. Save that money. Save that stamp money. That's an easy way to get out of sending her anything. Exactly. I thought you would be upset if I wasted stamp money. So, and if I said there, if yeah, she'd be very. She'd be like, "Good, good, proud of you." My birthday present is that I didn't spend fifty cents Mm -hmm. on a stamp. She's really funny. I have lots of stories about her. She, we sent her a puzzle for her birthday once, and she called the company and and got a free one because she didn't like the puzzle we sent. (laughs) (laughs) It was too many pieces. Oh. So they sent her two free ones. Um, anyway, so she's like, there's no way we're spending money. We're rolling our own meat. So we have to go out. We have to get all this meat turkey, like the deli turkey, ham, multiple cheeses. It's a whole big thing. My mom pissed. She's very upset. Not only do we have to go to a funeral, we have to roll our own meat. <laughs> <laughs> So I think it took us like over an hour to like individually roll a meat. Did my grandma partake? Absolutely not. Of course. No. So we roll the meat. The funeral takes like two seconds, I guess. So my mom had everything laid out. And then as people, then we get back before everybody else gets back to the after funeral parties to like set up even more. And we walk in the door and there is my cat took the plastic wrap off, just chomping at meat. And my mom is just, she has no word. You know when you're so angry, you can't even speak. You're mm. just like, I don't, I'm <laughs> so she she's just one of those. And I was like, shoo, shoo to the cat. And we look at it. There's just meat everywhere. <laughs> and it's well, like, my meat rolls. My meat rolls. <laughs> we spent so long rolling this meat and now it's destroyed. And so my mom's like, we are not re-rolling this meat. She's like, don't you tell anybody. And so we just like, put the little meat pieces back together as if nothing ever happened. Like I definitely ate one that had like a big like cat sized chunk bitten out of it, <laughs> like a little cat mouth, like meow. So and we just didn't tell anybody because we didn't want to we spent so much time rolling meat, people are gonna enjoy it. And no one complained. No one even knew, except for now, if they ever listen to this, that we served a bunch of guests at an after funeral party cat eating meat. <laughs> Turkey secret. Turkey secret. <laughs> that's my that's my turkey secret. That's a great turkey secret. Yeah. So yeah, don't come to an after funeral party at my house because I'll serve you cat meat. Cat no, meat. Cat eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> or cat meat. No, I would never serve cat meat. I have a cat. For meat. No, not yeah, for you're me. raising it for its meat. <laughs> <laughs> you're harvesting her for her meat. We are going to get a lot of emails about this. We don't eat cats. Don't worry. I don't eat cats. I feed them Miralax. No. Um, yeah. Turkey secret. That's all I got. All right. I did not think that I had a turkey secret, but of course I do. I don't know why do. I would Who doesn't have that? a turkey secret? I know. At least one. But mine is directly related to a turkey. So around the same time that COVID hit in 2020, my husband Ian and I decided to go up to our camp. It's on a lake in Maine. It's summer camp, so it's kind of all shut down for the winter, snowed in. But we wanted to go up and just kind of have a cozy little week at camp. We had gotten this free turkey from some grocery store giveaway like months and months before. And obviously we just shoved it in our freezer and didn't actually cook it. And it's just been like taking up all the space in our freezer. So we brought it up to camp and we decided we were going to make it. 
And I don't know, I think it was a combination of the turkey being very old and us not cooking it properly or letting it defrost. But whatever happened, Ian made this turkey and it was rancid. It was... Turkeys taste, they take like four days to defrost. Yeah, I think he just like left it out on the counter for a little bit. microwaved it. Yeah, whatever happened, (laughs) it was just really foul, just absolutely disgusting. So he took it out of the oven and we looked at it. It looked sickly. It smelled terrible. So we're like, we're not going to eat this. We will get sick. But we were at camp in the middle of the woods in the winter. We didn't know what to do with it. We didn't want to leave, put it in the trash and have it like sitting in the camp, stinking it up. We didn't want to leave it outside and have some animal come and, you know, come to the house and then also maybe get sick from this turkey. Who knows? We didn't really know what to do. The ice was still frozen on the lake. So we thought, all right, what if we take this turkey and we cut a hole in the ice and we shove the turkey into the water under the ice so that it can kind of just like, I don't know, disintegrate in the water and maybe fish will chew at it. Like and contaminate the water. Yeah, it's a big lake. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with this turkey. So we did exactly that. And we cut a hole in the ice with an axe and we shoved this rancid turkey into the hole. And then we labeled it in the snow. We wrote turkey hole on it just so people would know that it was indeed a turkey hole. And that was how we disposed of this turkey. Oh, my God. Wait. And then no bears came to That happened in the winter? Yes. What happened in the spring? Were there any turkey remnants? No. We went and checked and we didn't see any. And the turkey was gone. Yep. It was all gone. Mystery turkey hole. So I'm sure something either ate it or and or it just kind of disintegrated over the months. You made some raccoons day. Or we killed a family of raccoons. Could- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, we made a turkey hole and that is my turkey secret. Turkey secret. Wait, I have one more turkey secret. I currently have a turkey defrosting in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> my ma told me to do it. <laughs> um, no, I got to bring so it over meaner. to her house. It's, uh, it's cold out, so I guess it's okay. But it's just been chilling in my trunk for like half a day. Hope you got a big trunk. I'm putting yeah. my turkey in it. Turkey secret. That's a good little bonus turkey secret. Okay. Bonus secret. Um, so yeah, that's that's our turkey secrets. We hope you have a lovely holiday that is not there's a lot of crappy things going on in the world right now but hopefully you have a good holiday to all the healthcare providers who have to work on thanksgiving i'm sorry and send us in your turkey secrets yes we want to hear turkey secrets we want to hear your racism interrupters your QAnon avoiders <laughs> i guess yeah send them all in you can send them in to weirds of a feather at gmail.com you can dm us on instagram follow us on instagram follow us on spotify i think you have to like and subscribe on apple podcasts Mm. and i don't know how the rest of those work yeah like us because we like you (laughs) (laughs) please like us (laughs) this has been a great episode yeah thanks for joining us for this little mini episode although it's probably not that many (laughs) it's still pretty long it's a mildly mini yeah, episode. it's a medium episode. We don't medium. know how to do things in a short amount we, of time. I have this problem where I don't stop talking. Yeah, I'll just yeah. edit you out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Bye, oh, guys. We'll bye. see you next week. <laughs>